What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McCollum, also known as B C, and this is Nice Minds. I am with a very, 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 and I say very like I say every time, but I always fucking mean it, and I really mean it. My boy, Benjamin K. What's up, my dude? What is up, dude? How have you been? Dude, I have been good lately, actually. This is, like, super exciting for me, because we haven't even talked for more than, like, a couple minutes on Messenger for, like, months, it feels like. Yeah, Probably, dude. right? Yeah. We've just been, like, living too fast. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For real, man. Yeah, but things have been crazy for me, too. Like, so much going on. Like, you know, like, working full-time, but also trying to grind on the side. Like, every minute I get, I'm in the studio, so. And it's been paying off. Yeah, I've been noticing, man. I mean, you're your instagram is just crazy and like the you know you've been sending me just beats like crazy and dude i can't even keep up with your releases man i can barely do it too to be honest i I needed like a note like in my iphone to like yeah. track when all the release days are because i'll forget to like post promo or something because like i mean they always say like post like once every two weeks at the most and like i just like overloaded myself there's like five releases in a month and i'm like dear god what am i doing <laughs> That's dope. It's just like every time I get in there, I usually like finish a beat or like get close to like mastering it. So like, why not send it around and get it released? You know. To give everybody a backstory on like what we're talking about, um, so you are what you're probably one of the most talented musicians I've ever met, and I know I tell you that all the time, and you don't believe it, but like, I mean, you you're just a whiz on the keys. So I met you probably like six years ago at this point. Probably. Yeah, it's been a while. Probably almost eight. God, I don't know. Jezebel James, aka 2JD. Uh, I met 2JD or Jezebel James in at work because we worked at the group home together, and mm-hmm. I brought uh, Jezebel James onto um, NGE, and we worked together for a long time. And uh, Jezebel was always like, "Yo, yo, you gotta meet." You gotta meet my buddy Ben. He's fucking dope. He's, he's yeah. He's really good on the keys. Like he's kind of nerdy, but so am I. <laughs> and like, and if Two JD's saying that too, you know you're in trouble, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's such a nerd. But yeah, uh, I remember sending you like, or have, sending to them to send to you like a couple demos and being like nervous because I'm like, this dude has like a label. Like, oh my god. Like I didn't even no, I'd meet someone like that this soon. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like nervous. I've just always had that thing where I'm like, I hear something and I'm like, it's not quite there, but I know this has potential. And that's happened with other people too. Yeah. Yeah, I've been right about so many people. And oh yeah, way. you got an ear, man. You really do. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mad respect for that. You really do. Everyone knows it too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I heard two, two JD and then I heard you and I'm like, there's something here. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's rough, but you guys got mad potential and yep. then you had this this project that you were working on it might have been a year after we met maybe um yeah because we got you on some shows i think for you know beforehand well you did some beats for for 2jd yeah and yep. and performed um, on like keys a couple times yeah before yep. i did anything myself yep yeah and then you came with uh you have this project Jamtastic that I ended up recording for you and mixing mm-hmm. and doing everything. That was a fun time. Got it. That IPR. was a good time. Like, yeah. I thought I was in like a palace. Like I was like, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Like <laughs> to actually like have a booth yeah. and like all this stuff. So that was like an experience for me. So I miss IPR, man. I, I fucking miss that place. It was a vibe for sure. Hell yeah. So we, yeah. we got you in there. We, uh, we recorded, uh, we recorded Jamtastic and, 
it was it was like the first full project. I mean, it was only five songs, but mm-hmm. it was the first like cohesive project that I'd done. I had only done yep. like yep. you know singles here and there and stuff right. like that. So it was it was a a challenge to me, and it was it was kind of each project like that. I feel like I level up every time, and and that was mm-hmm. one of those leveling up projects where I'm like, okay, I oh, have yeah. to. I, as an engineer, like I'm, I'm learning to be an engineer. I'm learning to, mm-hmm. to be a producer. Like I really have to step up my game and figure out. Right. How to, and there was a lot of things that I had to figure out on that project. I mean, we, we got like live musicians. You know, we got mm-hmm. uh, our buddy Ryan to play sax on it. Yep. We got uh, our buddy Nick Twist to, to do to scratch and DJ to some scratch songs. and yep. DJ. And then we had Two uh, JD and Two JD's brother. Oh my god. <laughs> Was that that was not jamtastic though? I don't think the, that was on the EP. Yeah, Sassy Snake was on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That no was, way. What? Yeah. Oh for sure. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So so that was fun. That was that was a good project. And that um and then I ended up booking the release party for you. Mm-hmm. And it was at the poorhouse. And the poorhouse, for whatever reason, they fucking like like. A, a, a bar mitzvah kicked us out of our spot. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I I barely do because the release show is hella lit. So I just remember good things. I don't remember that at all. I guess you you set it up though. So like you would have been annoyed, not me probably. Yeah. I guess. So we we tried to do it. I like think, a later spot, right? Yeah, we tried to do it in like November or something like that. Oh, got it. It changed the date completely. I yeah. thought you were saying the time. Okay, no, I don't remember date. that at all. Yeah. So so we uh. I booked it and then he I, I can't remember like how many days like it was, but we had it solidified and dude sent me a message. Dude at, at Poorhouse sent me a message and was like, Yeah, we just booked a, a bar mitzvah, so I'm gonna have to move your uh your show. They're paying us hella money. Like, yeah, basically. I was like I was like, fuck you guys, all right. And then they ended up we ended up doing it the following February, so we had to wait like yep. three months and I just remember it like everybody was just pissed did off. Did we not even release it? Like, did we wait on the release? Too? I think we waited on the release too. Oh my yeah. god! So that that gave me a little more time. Yeah, I guess so. As somebody who is your friend and you know wants things to happen like you do, that sucks. But as like somebody that's working on a project, getting more time is is always oh, yeah, a good thing. So, <laughs> right, right. We should <laughs> we should get Aaron on here and talk about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would laugh. He'd, he'd say "fuck you" to me. <laughs> For real though, oh geez. yeah. So I got like an extra three months on that, and then um, I so yeah, and then we we would continue to work together after that, and then uh, you joined NGE when it was a label. I I think like shortly after that, like a year, maybe maybe even like another year or so after. Because that, that was just like a collaboration. That wasn't like Ben's with us now. It was just like a cool little like partnership. Yeah, what that EP was. Yeah. Yep, and then yeah, so then you dropped uh, "Kid with the Keys" on the label uh, only like a couple of years ago, right? And uh, and then after that, you know, once the pandemic hit, you, me, and uh, Brandon Scott, we started uh, Yeah Dude Samples together, mm-hmm. and I mean, we've just been collaborating like crazy over the years, man. I mean, we've done it's something new every like every couple of years. It feels like yeah, and it's it's been such a ride because we like learn so much as we do this stuff too yeah exactly like it, it's all a building block to like where we are right now yep and like it's like coming together now that we're like more matured in like the industry and stuff like it's really cool to like see that come together or like realize that totally and yeah and uh, to see you mature dude has been crazy i mean because i feel like i was kind of 
more or less like a mentor type to you. I've looked up to you. I still do just like just the drive and like the business mindset, because that was like, I had the drive, but I had no idea. Like even I barely knew how to upload on SoundCloud. Like <laughs> I like learned like so much just about like that side of things and like mixing and mastering and just like being in the booth. Like it was just like, you know, it was really cool. And I was like, I, yeah. So you were like definitely a role model and just like, I've learned a lot for sure. And I owe a lot to you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I would still say you're my mentor or one of them, you know, like, yeah. I appreciate that a lot, man. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, as far as like production goes, I mean, you just like sped light years ahead of me. When I was producing beats and rapping in St. Cloud and stuff, I didn't know like what a limiter was even like that. All None of those beats were like mastered. Like the luckily the places where I played shows like what could turn it up and shit you know right because <laughs> like looking back on it now it probably like was not like loud or like anything you know and like i kind of just enjoyed the process so much i didn't see the value in taking time to like learn the basics and like learn like how to eq and like how to do all this other stuff you know so um it's crazy that like how much i've learned like in the last eight months even just like taking time to slow down and being like okay how does this stuff work and like what's the best process for me you know, cause everyone's different too. So like watching the tutorials, like learning how to like compress the signal and like all that other stuff, like it took so long, but it, it's totally worth it. Cause Hell yeah. you can see it in the quality, you know. Speaking of your early days, how did you really get started with music? Let's go like way back. Right before the summer of uh, when I graduated high school. So like, cause I remember like messing with beats in class um, and I was like, <laughs> There was this one time where I was just like thought we were being quiet, but it was like everyone was working on math problems and not really talking. And I was like rapping with my friend, like in the class. And the t it was just one of those moments you're like, oh, everyone is listening to us. Type thing. <laughs> and it was not like censored or anything. So it was pretty funny. But uh, it was like end of high school. We didn't really care. But um, yeah, we just like got uh, I think it was Ableton like light or something. It's like that was the first program I used. It wasn't even like garage. Oh, shit. Or anything. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I had Ableton Lite and, like, learned how that worked kind of and, like, recorded. I had, like, a shitty keyboard or something and, like, learned, like, how to build beats and stuff that way. Um, and we, me and my friend made, like, a four-track uh, EP or something where we were, like, rapping and stuff. And a lot of them, a lot of the loops were, like, Apple loops because, like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So, like, I'm just like, oh, this funky guitar is awesome. And, like, looking back, it's, like, the cheesiest thing you've ever heard. So you were using Apple loops in live? Oh, oh, wait, no. So one... <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. It's been so far back. You're, you're making me think of stuff I'd never even think. But it was Ableton first, and then we recorded the EP after I, I think I bought – because uh, we didn't record anything in Ableton, I don't think. I was just, like, messing with beats. And then I, I think I purchased Logic Express, the one that I had, like, up yep, until I met way you. back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I had that for probably, like – I had it for all through college, so I had it for, like, five years. And then I came to the cities and you like forced me to get Logic Pro. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we recorded that uh, CD and just like, it was just kind of a joke. And then I got to college and really just like, I got my first MIDI controller and like really tried to like solidify some songs and then just started, I don't even remember how I started doing shows. I just like did it. I don't know. I must've like met someone along the way that like knew of people that could get me there, but yeah it was basically just like i liked rap music like my friend like introduced me to like eminem and like dr dre like in 10th 11th grade like before that i was just listening to like rock and stuff like that um and then yeah after like 
hearing 2001 by Dr. Dre and like all the good production and like hella bangers on that project. Like I was just like, okay, this is kind of, I'm really interested in this so much to the point, like I'm kind of want to make it myself. So it's kind of like that album probably got me started if anything. Yeah. Cause you have a West coast sound from the very beginning. I was trying to recreate that like West coast, like G funk, like early, like, you know, nineties type vibe. And like, it's really fun. Like making the, I'm like doing chiller stuff now and we'll talk about that more too, but like, it's, it's like continued on through that just like in a different way. See, I guess we covered our, our origins, but, Mm -hmm. but this past year, I mean, I remember you were really starting to get into doing like lo-fi projects, like full on like Mm lo-fi albums essentially. So like, I, I, I don't know how you would, for somebody that doesn't know the genre lo-fi, I would say it's like easy listening hip hop beats is how I would probably describe uh right. lo-fi. And I'm and I'm realizing a lot more like each beat that I make, like it's it's easy to call it lo-fi when it's like more chill and like not like trap, you know, like a, right. a like a chiller tempo, you know, um easy to listen to. But lo-fi is, like, a lot lower tempo, I feel like, like, what people would define, you know, like, 60 BPM or so, um, just, like, really slow. And I tend to just, like, never go that slow, you know? I'm, like, a little more upbeat. So, like, I mean, I, I hate genres. I feel like people should just make music and, you yeah, know, not really. Sure. And, you know, that sounds cheesy because I know other people say that, too. But, like, I actually believe that. Um, but, like, defining it, I would say it's more, like, chill hop than lo-fi. Yeah. It's been easier to define it as that because like labels that I've talked to are like, yeah, I mean, I like you have lo-fi beats, but like they're a lot more upbeat and like closer to like something someone would rap on, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's more like rap instrumentals because like I used to rap. So like anything I make, I want it to be like bopping, you know, like even if it's right. slower, it's got to have like swing and it's got to have something like interesting to it. Um, and like lo-fi is more like I would say like sleep beats and like kind of stuff like of that nature like more ambient like meditative almost you know like meditation music like it's that kind of vibe and then just like a hi-hat and a snare kind of thing you know like that's more so what i would consider a lo-fi you entered into this whole world that you're now a part of that i still don't know much about like i still it's a whole community it's it's crazy it's like all-encompassing like it is lo-fi but it's like anything from like that to like instrumental it's like almost like um there's like so many different things that go into it like i meet producers all the time that like don't feel like they fit within the genre at all but they're on this playlist and stuff you know like so it's like it's all encompassing almost you know like there's a lot of variety in it it doesn't all sound the same you know because that's one of the stigmas is like oh well they all that kind of stuff all sounds the same and like once you get in like i thought it did too and i thought it was just all like 13 year old producers that like thought they wanted to make music or something you know and like I, w- I wish I started that early. No hate at all. Like, same, same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, we'd be even farther along. But, uh, no, like, it's um, way more than that. Like, once I found, like, the big artists in the community, it just, like, went from there. And now it's, like, you meet someone new every day. And they have, like, a new thing to offer, you know? So it's, like, super cool. Yeah, because you went from, like, like starting your, your Benjamin Beats account, like, earlier – 2020 right i was like selling beats until like early last year like i was trying to like sell like traffic yeah. like west coast instrumentals and stuff and i i did here and there but i wasn't like having the success that i wanted 
um and it, it kind of was like really hard to work with some of them you know like a lot were like flaky or like didn't like respond or like showed interest and then didn't it was kind of just like a back and forth and then it, it got to the point where i'm like am i only trying to make money you know like it and then i was it was kind of like a crossroads like uh i don't know if i want to like continue like this you know because i was like trying all the marketing stuff i was like sending emails and like doing all this stuff and like that avenue just ended up not working for me and i just like it was hard to admit at first but like once i did and like took that stress off me like it was like the music became better you know what i mean yeah i mean was it was it literally just like taking the stress off of you and just putting the fun back in and like oh yeah so how did you get how did you get into this community like how did you first start like meeting all these people I first like went on to because when I made one of my first lo-fi beats I'm like well what do I do now it's like on SoundCloud and I like have like sent it to a couple people like what do I like how do I find other people that do this also because like I don't think my Instagram was like even going at that point um so I went on Reddit actually so it was like the lo-fi community on Reddit where I first started meeting people um and yeah, because, like, I posted – I started making, like, Instagram videos. So it was around the time that I started doing, like, the lo-fi beats that I started with Instagram because I made, like, a couple, like, beat videos, and I, like, posted it on Reddit. And I was like, yo, check this out or whatever because, like, there's so many – it was, like, thousands and thousands of members. It was, like, a pretty big subreddit or whatever. So – and then there was a couple good reactions on that, and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, this is cool. And then I started talking to people about it, um, like, DMing back and forth and stuff, and I was like, this is kind of neat. Um, and then it was like that for like a really long time. I was just like posting on SoundCloud, didn't have a Spotify, like didn't really know what to do. Um, and then I kind of like, I think I got on discord, um, and like joined a couple of those for like some labels that I had checked out, like chill select and like chill moon and, um, a couple others. Uh, the first label I released with was brunch collect. It's this, uh, they're based out of Arizona and, um, Corey runs it and he's a super cool dude. And that's like how I had my first like label release, you know, like releasing with um, like a record label or whatever. Yeah. Cause I, I noticed you post about like different labels. Do you, do you do like, like a lab, like a different label per release? So like the contracts don't ever say like, you can't work with anyone else. It's not like, si- like how like a big artist like signs onto Interscope or something. And you like, right. they can't release with anyone. It's not like that really. That's just like, people that have decided to like try to release all the good music they can find and like, you know, take some royalties or whatever. So there's like a contract, but like, it's never like, Oh, you can't work with anyone else. So like, I think probably like some of the higher levels, I don't know how it works. Like when you get to like, you know, a million monthly listeners or whatever, like the big artists in the community, like maybe they sign like with a certain one. Um, But I was just releasing with anyone that I could find and that I could like send submissions to, because I wanted to like see what each could do, you know? Cause like, each label has a different playlist, has a different amount of followers, has a different like following. So I kind of was just like anyone that can take me, I kind of want to just have a bunch of releases just to like get my name out there kind of thing. So that's why I was releasing. Yeah. It seemed like every release was something different. And now I kind of have a couple coming up with like the same labels. Like I've picked like a couple favorites that have like done most well for me, you know, that's dope. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very fascinated. Cause I mean, I eventually would like to turn Nice Entertainment back into, you know, like a like a collective or label again. Um yeah. I just want it to be in a different way. So, um so that's why I'm so fascinated by um like what you've been doing with these different different labels. Yeah, for sure. Like one of them that I uh I'm really excited about that's finally I sent submissions to them forever before like actually getting something, you know, and I just like stayed persistent. 
Um, cause you do get turned down like a decent amount, you know, it's not like you're getting accepted every single time. Um, and for a lot of people that's like hard at first and it was kind of hard for me too, but like everyone's looking for a different thing. It's, it's, it was more so like, Oh, this isn't what we're looking for right now. It's not like, Oh, your beat sucks type thing. Yeah. You know, I just didn't fit the vibe. So yeah, there's this label chill select and they, I've known the dude. I taught, remember talking to him on SoundCloud, like 10 years ago. So he's been grinding this whole time and is finally like having like a lot of success that I think they have like a million monthly listeners on the label oh, damn. right now on Spotify. Yeah. I mean, their catalog is huge. So that's like all of the releases combined. They probably have 300 plus beats on there. Oh yeah. Um, Still. So yeah. And I just had my first couple of releases with them and I got a couple coming up and they've, yeah, their playlists are huge and just like push your songs really well. And it's like, it, it gives you the value that makes it worth it for giving like some of the royalty pay away or whatever, you know? And the dude's super cool. You know, you can tell he's like really busy. He's like really hard to get a hold of, but he's, it's a good dude. Like it's all there. Everyone's good people. Like that's what I really like about it. Like I haven't really had a bad interaction. That's what's you up. Know? And are, are, are they all based in the U S or are some of them in different oh, countries? Oh no, they're all over the place. Um, Chill selects in the U S uh, I forget exactly where, but, I've had releases from a label in Germany, um, one in France, one in like Canada, I'm pretty sure. Um, they're all over the place, man. That's what's up. Uh, what, yeah, one of my favorites is Lifted Lo-Fi, and the dude is like the coolest dude I've met this whole time, and he's like so supportive. Um, and he's in Chicago, actually, which is like, it's cool because it's like Midwest, you know, and I'm like repping that every time I uh, release with him. So that's been super cool, too. Hell yeah, that's dope. Yeah, but I mean, because because I guess I didn't you didn't mention this, but earlier this year, I mean, I was I was stressed out to the max because my mom was in the hospital at the time. But mm-hmm. we you you get um had presented the idea to uh, put together this global what was it called world was it global lo-fi global lo-fi yeah yeah and so it was a it was a collection of samples from ten different producers from around the world mm-hmm. and. Dude, it was dope to be a part of that, man. Uh, that, w- that was sick. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I was like, I got to have him in on this. Because one, it was samples. And we haven't done anything with Yadude for a while, you know? Right. So we had, and, and like, I was really excited. I was just like meeting all these people. And I was just like, I know someone in India. I know someone in Switzerland. I know someone in Florida. Like, it was just like really cool to like have that many people agree to. I think I hit probably like 20 people up and like nine came back to me and said they would do it i was like i wasn't expecting that much even you That's know fire. like yeah so like it was really cool and a lot of them were just like one or two time acquaintances and they were like oh yeah so like that just like it helped prove that the community was so like supportive of each other um, yeah and it was like really cool to see them come along like the, the dude from switzerland had his dad play flute like live flute samples were included in this that was his dad yeah it was his dad and he's like some like professional like orchestral flute player dude those those flute samples were fucking fire man yeah i like made a promo beat um just to like i used like as many of the samples as i could just to like help promote it and it ended up being released like on a label just because i'm like this beat is so cool like why would i not try to um see if this can get released and that just like solidified it for me i'm like these samples are quality and i think we had like a couple hundred downloads the first week that's dope yeah it did a lot better than i thought yeah i definitely want to put a download link in the description of this oh yeah for sure it's still in my bio too uh on instagram but yeah i can send you it um it's still available i think that anybody that's watching this that makes beats should download that it's free 
Yeah, download that and download Yeah Dude Samples. We've put out mad samples. Yeah, I was going to tell you, I actually used one of the ones from, it was either Lemonade or Candy Keys, because those are the two key packs, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was one of those two. I have a release coming up with a the one with the trumpet player. I showed it to you. Yeah, I was, so I heard I heard that. I was like, this sounds familiar. So that was like over a year old, probably or like close to. And I'm just like, I want to get this beat going for this trumpet player I just met. Um, and I think he's from France too, or something like that. Uh, not U.S. for sure. Um, and I was just like, I got to get a short little beat going. I made just like a super like four on the floor type simple beat. Just like I wanted him to record first. So I just like laid, I put that key part in there. I'm just like, I, it's in B major. I like that key. And he just like killed it. Like literally had all the pockets of the key sample. He had the trumpet going. You can just tell he's like a master at what he does. Um, so he played the pocket so well. And I'm like, well, I got to leave the key part in there now. So it's just like the yeah dude sample packs are still delivering for me like after all this time they're so good you man. know yeah yeah and i use like the dj cuts all the time because it's just like super easy and i am not good enough at scratching on my stuff to do it myself <laughs> so you just like throw it in there and change the tempo and you're good hell yeah i definitely want to put out more sample packs i mean oh, I, for I sure definitely want to get back to that i mean that especially now that like my my craziness seems to be a little bit um a little bit better and more at least more manageable because like a lot of those sample packs that that at least uh, i contributed i mean that's years of work for me like like mm -hmm. literally like i mean stuff that i recorded because oh, i was yeah. you know me i was in the studio at at ipr constantly i mean pe that people would you know even like the people that worked there would be like damn you're here still like you're here again or like damn like mm -hmm. like you put in hours and yeah. I, I just you know bring in people or like record myself or like record just whatever so i just have like mm -hmm. hours and hours worth of like you know different instrument players and vocalists yep. and you yep. know just stuff like that so i mean i still have stuff where i'm like i, I still know what i want to do with this and like more stuff to like chop up still and like all yeah that stuff. yeah exactly yeah, i just can't even fathom dude because like i have probably i don't know how much you have but i have like at least like one one hundredth the amount of samples that you do and i still can't keep them straight like i don't even have like all of my snares together like i just got like kits that i've like downloaded and i just like randomly use them like you are just like so articulate and like it's to, an to obsession organized yeah it's an obsession yeah. well it's that's like a positive one i feel like yeah in a way, for sure i mean because like when you get down to make a beat like i'm probably i'm jealous of like how easily you can probably go through snares and stuff my workflow is efficient as fuck bro like especially now dude we need to talk more about that because like i've i've definitely figured out a lot more with that recently and that's everything man it really is i mean really for sure yeah i mean but uh, it's just it's something for me like it's like while we're on the subject of of sample organization where like that's my like that's my like happy place when i'm going through stress you know that's mm. my like my my like doing something productive but i don't want to do anything else like the, the, right. the when i don't want to do anything else i fucking download sample packs and organize it and like add it to my fucking library and like organize yeah. the shit out of it so like that's my like i'm stressed out as fuck i'm having mad anxiety right. i'm i'm depressed whatever yeah. like so that's like what and i it do it does it for you yeah yeah it's like literally dude like any doctor can give you a pill and be like this will probably help but there's going to be like these 10 side effects but like there are things within life that are natural that you can find you know like a passion is one of them like right people just don't get that sometimes yeah, exactly it's like yeah i just need 
and not to say people don't need medicine, but like there, I'm just like realizing how much like positivity and like keeping a, like a balanced life can like actually help with like a lot of the stress I've been feeling, um, you know, just because it can be a lot. So how is, has your life changed as far as that goes? Like, how are you finding like managing stress? I'm more of like, I don't stress out about like forecoming um obstacles or like i'm like way more like in the second type like reactionary um things like just will stress me out in the second and then i'll be like sassy for like an hour or something because like i get like overwhelmed um it's like some of it's auditory too which is weird because i do music because like certain sounds i just like can't stand or like i can't stand silence um if there's like a constant like if a cat is like messing with something when we're trying to sleep like it will keep me up like i gotta go figure out like what it is (laughs) My my girlfriend's the same way. What I've realized recently, and my wife has helped a lot with this because she um, has been on this journey herself before she brought me into it, is just like slowing down and being intentional with how you react to things. Yeah. So like it, it's it like it sounds simple, and it is simple. You know, like people are it don't realize how much work it takes to be negative, um, and how little work it takes to actually be positive. Like if that makes sense, it's the same recurring stuff. So like you can see themes of what you're reacting negatively to. And just like in that moment, be like, I'm still alive, have a moment of being humble and just like move on. Like you can choose how to react to things, you know, like that's the power that you have. Yep. And it's weird, like working in retail too, because like, it's not only been helping in my personal life, but it has, as you can imagine, like in my retail life too, like being a manager, like, I can just sense like negativity now, like, like without even having people talk, Yeah, you know, because I've been on this ride for so long. Like it's only been a couple months, but I've like reaped the benefits and like, am continuing the journey. Like, it's just been awesome um, to see like how much happier you can be like moment to moment. Like once you get through a situation, you would normally get upset in, you know? Yeah. Um. So like, I've been seeing like, I'm, I just like, I'm more awake. Like I don't like, need as much caffeine like i'm just like more productive like it's just like crazy how much like it's changed with just like that little like amount of effort you know that's what's up because i still have moments i still get mad you know i still like get frustrated i still get stressed but like you know that like oh i i like messed up this time i'm like i don't need to like beat myself up about it everyone's human kind of thing, yep. you know? Cause that was the other thing. If I got like really mad or had like a really bad reaction or started a bad fight, like I would like have remorse, like almost immediately, you know, like, Oh, I couldn't control it in that moment. And then you kind of have like a sulking period. Like, Oh my gosh, like I can't figure it out. You know, I've been taking like my, you know, if, when I have an anxiety attack or like when I am panicking or like whatever, I've, I've been more about like accepting it and just being like, like, yep. I, you know, I'm, I accept this anxiety. I I see right. you. I accept you. Um, that's what's happening right now. Like, and you know, just really kind of just living in the present because I was yeah. always like living in the past or, you know, dreading the future. It's harder than it sounds too, living in the moment, but that yeah. is really what it's about. It, like, it really is. Each moment and how you react to it and how you react to the negativity or like stress that you're feeling is everything. Like it's all just the reaction. Yep. Cause the second you react better than last time you feel that. And you are gain confidence, right? In that, you know, and this sounds a little strange, but it's something that's been helping me, I guess, just cope when shitty sh- shit happens. Mm-hmm. I, I, 
literally lived through the worst moment of my life this past year. Like literally, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I I'm gonna have a really hard time for seeing anything worse than, you know, having my having my mother imagine. my mother pass in front of me. So, I I kind of remember that every time something seems shitty, I'm just like. I lived through the worst moment of my life. This isn't bad. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I got through the worst yeah. of like what I will probably go through. Now it's just all healing, and you know, can only go up from here. And recovery, you know, and yeah, it can. Yep, and that's like, uh, yeah, I can see why you aren't sure about the reaction, but like, yeah, I mean, that's like a very positive way to think about like the worst thing that could happen to you. You know, right? Um, and like. It, it's like the most humbling thing that could probably ever exist you know absolutely like the death of someone that is that close to you yeah literally the closest person last week my uh mom just texted me and my siblings they're in wyoming um so like they're not close either uh they moved there last year well i didn't know that they're not close so i don't see them very much and she like said that my dad was in the hospital because he like couldn't breathe and was like having high blood pressure issues and stuff so and like even that, like I I saw it. I like was at work, of course. Like all, you all, you never get this these this Always, type of yeah. news like in a good air, in a good spot. Um, and I kind of just like couldn't even digest it because there's so much, many people that rely on me there, and I can't like show stress or like you know it's like the culture. Like I really care about that, you know, especially recently. So I kind of like couldn't even process it. And then my wife called, and she's like, "Are you gonna leave? Like you you probably can't." be there and she was like crying and i was like i guess yeah and so like i i left because and she was right like i like wasn't processing it in the moment even you know so like i once i was driving home it just like hit me and that was and he's fine like it was it was definitely scary oh that's good um but yeah he's he's just fine it was a scare though like he had the blood pressure of like having a stroke the doctor said like so like he's definitely got some stuff to work on yeah so it was scary um but he's fine now uh but even just that, like, that was, like, traumatic to even think about. Like, everything was going through my head, you know, like, all of the times that I had with him, you know? And, like, so I can't even imagine, like... Absolutely. Not even, like, hearing that he died, but, like, being in the same room and, like, having that experience. Like, it's got to be the most humbling thing ever. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I mean, man, it's 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 something that... I can't even imagine, dude. It's, like, I'm... Stuff I'm still... I'm still processing it, and it still hits me, like... But and it's another thing I was talking to my my aunt last night. Like my aunt's been just amazing. My dad's younger mm-hmm. sister, um, and she she lives in San Francisco or like a suburb. But she's been up here a couple times, and she she like ever since well before my mom passed, like the week before, we were talking constantly, and she like checks in on me all the time. And I, I was telling mm-hmm. her because you know, because she she started crying about my mom and stuff, and um. And I told her, I'm like, sometimes I can't think about it too much because I just fall into this pit of despair. Right. So, so like, if I, if I think about like, like, why did this happen to her? Why did this happen to us? Why did this happen to my family? Like, I, I'll get in those moments and it, it'll just like sink me deeper. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you don't have those answers. That's that's like those type of questions like are not healthy and it's probably impossible not to think about them. Right. And it's just one of those things where it's like I just have to kind of accept that I might not ever get answers. You know, mm-hmm. I just I just have to I just have to live with the reality of, of what happened and just mm-hmm. accept that that was a shitty ass fucking thing to happen. 
and yeah. I miss her every fucking day. And but to just use her memory as fuel to try to do good because mm-hmm. she was such a light in everybody's life life that right. you know like that met her like she was just she was the life of the party like literally mm-hmm. and i'm like i have to be that now like i have to find yep. a way to like yep uh, to have her strength because i mean through like the worst of the worst she would have the biggest smile on her face that kind of impact like doesn't go away when the person isn't there either like that's Absolutely. the beautiful part of it you know like as sad as it is as it is like that like transcends their physical body you know what i mean like you have those memories you have that energy you felt when she was around you know so like you have that drive still and it's like she's still affecting you and still being your mom even if she's not here you know and yep. that's like really cool Cause like, I can't even imagine like what happened, but also just, I don't know, like even when my parents are gone, I'm never going to forget certain moments, you know, I'm yeah. never going to forget how I felt when I was around them, you know? Right. And I, yeah, I was, I was just, I was mentioning this to my aunt too. Like the new Ghostbusters movie is coming out. That's a direct sequel to like the, you know, the Ghostbusters from the eighties. And mm-hmm. I, I cry even watching the trailer because that yep. is like something that was it hits too close to home yeah. since I was three years old uh, back to the future. Those movies and the Ghostbusters movies have been my mom's thing. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now and I like, it's been a part of my life since I was three. So even just watching the trailer and like hearing certain sounds and like seeing things on the trailer, it just like, put me to tears so i know that that i'm gonna be like just a ball of tears just watching this movie that's supposed Mm -hmm. to bring joy to to most people and it will but like it's one of those things where it's like it it it, yeah moments and things will just always live with me you know and Mm -hmm. will always be there it's not a good thing now because it's still so fresh but like it's it's a good thing that those things remind you too though because you you'll just never forget there's too many things that like you know what i mean obviously you'll never forget because she was your mom she was like the biggest part of your life for like your whole life you know especially since she was such a positive influence on me yeah someone like that yeah, i remember meeting her at the show like the oh you did show. Yep. yeah because i i had like a couple new songs so you like invited me out and i was able to play too and it was like really cool like everyone was so supportive but like yeah she was the life of the party like i remember that's what i remember thinking yeah but she just i had that vibe had that that thing about her man so it's been a and not only for me, but for the world, it's been a transformative fucking year, you know, like, mm-hmm. so I feel like so many people are, I mean, so many people are hurting right now, but so many people have had major changes in their life. And, and mm-hmm. some of them are good, you know, some of them yeah. are like, you know, you're coming out of like traumatic experiences and mm-hmm. learning how, new positive ways to, to cope and to, um, and to deal with stress and, and stuff like that. And it, yep. it's, it sounds like, like you've kind of found the same, same way too. Cause mm-hmm. we, th- we talked about a little bit um, before this, how like, like every, everything, I don't want to say, I, it's cheesy to say everything happens for a reason. Cause I'm still, mm-hmm. I still have grapple with, with that. There can be different like definitions to that saying too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like nothing, like you said before this, nothing is a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've had so many of those moments this year where, especially like after my mom passed, where it's like good things have just been falling in my lap left and right. 
And it's like, this isn't a coincidence. Yeah. It's all about like intention, I think. And it's all about like where you're putting your energy because yeah, like I wouldn't necessarily call it spiritual, but like lately I have realized that like, well, like changing my energy and like changing how I like react to things and view things. Like I've noticed uh, things change, you know, and I've noticed coincidences too, or like what we define as coincidence. Cause I was telling you like, these things happening that seem like it's for a reason we've just defined as the word coincidence, you know, like that's the only way we as humans can fathom what is happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like we, it happens enough where we created a word. Like, I don't know how that logic stands or whatever, but like, I just think that since we needed to like define it as something, it might be something else. You know what I mean? And we don't know. Sounds like a high, it sounds like a high thought, but like, it actually is like how I've been thinking recently, just because since I have like, tried to be more positive and change my vibe and outlook on things like i have noticed even more coincidences and so is my wife like there's something about like everything is connected in the in just the way that we're all life on this planet you know right so like i don't really see it to be crazy to think that like some of the coincidences we think are super weird like don't happen for a reason you know yeah totally and we don't we can't define what the reason is you know but like you can't help but like think about it you know absolutely yeah i mean it's and since my mom passed too is since we're on that subject uh my mom used to always say that cardinals were um were her her (laughs) sister coming back and Mm -hmm. i've seen so many cardinals like starting the day after she died that's so funny you say (laughs) lauren's gonna think it's trippy that you said that because she like has recently had her like cat of like 20 years pass away it was like a couple years ago now but she heard the cardinal thing and you know like in the weirdest like she's mentioned it and then a cardinal goes by or like something like that and at first i was like super skeptical like um like like i was starting to like change my vibe a bit but like so i I was like kind of like oh it could be something but at the same time i'm like i mean it could be like the baby thing like where you see babies everywhere when you want a baby kind of thing you know like that's what i thought about at first i'm like I'm sure there's cardinals flying around all over the place. Now that you heard that it might be something, then you're seeing them, you know, right. but like cardinals are rare. You see a lot more other birds than them around here. Yeah. And like to see, to think that like she had mentioned it one day and then saw a cardinal that day. Like it is, it is crazy. Like it's absolutely wild. Yeah. Yeah. I was seeing them like constantly and, and in weird ways too. I mean, like one would like, like every now and then I, I would get one that would like fly like on a walking path would fly right in front of me, like yeah. land on the path right in front of me, stare right. at me, like, like just stop, no stare way. and then fly off. Yeah. And there was a couple like that where like, right. and it was gen- generally, it was always on my walks that I would, I would see these. We just had like, you know, them land on like close branches and stuff, but like never like right in front of us. That's even crazier. But yeah, I mean like there needs to be a reason that like people think that, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I, a lot of it sounds crazy, like all the spiritual like awareness and like awakening type stuff. But like the more you research it, I mean, like who knows what's real? You know what I mean? Like, right. Maybe those people are onto something. You know? Yeah. And I've always been. I consider myself agnostic. I'm not like. I, I, yeah, it's for sure not religious at all. It's, it's right. Like a feel, it's like a feeling. It's not it's like a, a belief. It's a feeling. It's a it's a spiritual thing. I mean, so I've never been like like atheist where I'm like I'm like God isn't real. Like none of this is real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never been like a hard, firm believer that like this is exactly truth. This is exactly what yep. I've just yep. always been like open-minded to it, and and like, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, I, spiritual in a sense. And my mom was the same way. I mean, that's how we just kind of, I mean, I was probably because of her that I, I'm like that, you know? So, yeah, oh, for sure. Um, yeah. But, but we would always talk about just different spiritual things and, and, and have these conversations like that, you know, coincidences happen far too often sometimes to like mm-hmm. not think that there's something to it. Yeah. And I, and tell recently, cause working in retail, like you hear so much, like, like I was just telling my wife this the other day, like, Oh, I'll mention something like, Oh, today's going great. And people will be like, don't say that now. Cause like it will turn out like, you know, like being like all like pessimistic, yeah, superstitious and stuff like that. Like, yeah, like superstition, pessimistic. Yeah. That kind of thing. And I'm, I've always thought that was so dumb. I'm like that just cause I say something doesn't mean like something's going to happen, you know, but like, like I also like have started to believe that like manifestation is kind of like partly true also. Like why does all this negative stuff happen to people that oh, yeah. think negatively all the time? Well, I wonder why, you know what I mean? They're attracting it. Yep. So like, I don't know, even just that, like I always try to stay positive at work. Like I'm not going to like hold back from being saying those kind of things just to, Oh, knock on wood. Hopefully the opposite doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Well, and, and it's crazy that you talk about that too, because I, and I'll relate it to music. Uh, so I've been getting like over the, I've talked about this, but I've been getting a lot of business uh, as far as like audio work goes. I've been getting a lot of like podcast work, a lot of uh, commercial work, but I just recently had my first studio session in like uh, over a year. I mean, since before COVID. Yeah. Hit. Oh, um, for sure. And I, uh, it would, uh this person's manager hit hit me up and we we had been talking for a while and they were like um i'm i'm managing this artist uh here's some of the stuff and i was like they're pretty good um and uh they're like uh can we get a studio session and so i booked some time at my buddy miles studio and recorded this artist and came in and just blew me away and it was like the type of shit that i've been wanting to work on because i've been like Mm -hmm. really listening to a lot of like like guilty pleasures like travis scott those tune trap vocals and i just like Mm -hmm. i just love that ear candy of like tuned like spacey fucking vocals yeah yeah travis scott is very spacey like i i low-key like him too like he's (laughs) yeah Yeah. he's he's a vibe for sure so i've been like i like for a long time i'm like i want to work with an artist like that like i've never mm-hmm. done that so I, I you know brought this artist to the studio and recorded him and his tone i was like he's got this like amazing tone that like it almost it sounded like it was already tuned before i even tuned it it had this yeah, like, like t-pain like not only like did it sound good but it, it just like the the tone of it i was like mm-hmm. it sounds like it's tuned already yeah um but so so we recorded it and I've been just trying to level up my shit. And I, uh, I, I, I got a couple new plugins and I mixed the, his track the other night. Uh, and I'm just like, this is the most fire mix I think I've done. And I sent it, Hell yeah. I sent it to them and they're, they had a couple notes, but they're like, for the most part, this is dope. So then, uh, I, I, you know, did, tackled their notes the next day, sent it to them. The artist called me and usually the manager is the one that's, that's talking to me. Yeah. You know, Cause yeah, I, you're working through but, them. Yep. But the artist called me and was like, bro, 
this fucking shit, dude. Like he's like freaking <laughs> out. Like I've never had a client. I, I, like, I know firsthand how that feeling that he has too. Like you're so hyped on like, cause they don't do it. They're just waiting back. Like, Oh, right. what's going to hear? What's it going to sound like? Yeah. And I had never had, I mean, maybe not never, but like in a long time, I hadn't had a client like that fucking hype about yeah. something. Yeah. It just like felt and a certain way. Yeah. yeah. It, it gave me goosebumps. And I was just like, mm -hmm. it gave me that, like, like the what So tying back to what we were talking about, I was like, I fucking manifested this shit. Like I, you know, I yeah. wanted to work on something that was more, you know, a little more trappy, a little more like I wanted right. to, to practice, you know, vocal tuning and like, um, and I was like, fuck, I, I fucking manifested this and I fucking killed it. It yeah. was just one of those moments that I had where I was just like, like everything that I've been working for and trying to do is like finally paying off. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Like people, don't think that like the way you think about something and the way you approach something like matters that much. Like if you go into it with good intentions, you will get something out. Like you, you Absolutely. have the power for, of that. And people like just either don't have enough confidence or haven't like went out of their way to try enough to see like what kind of results they can get. Like, I think that's the only thing that's holding people back. It's never like, it, it is like who, you know, but like the drive behind it and like the, like, if you're reaching out to someone who would be like really good to collaborate with like a bigger artist or like if you have the right intentions and approach everything the right way, like you're going to get it back. Like what goes around comes around type thing. Like, yep. like you can actually do that. Like, and that's what I've been feeling too. Like I'm like leveling up on like the, the beats and like the co collaborators I'm like working with, like are just like so fire. Like everything I'm getting is so good. Um, from the people I'm working with. And it's just like, I waited so long for this, you know? And like, I just needed to like really believe that it could happen. You know, like the same thing happened with meeting my wife. Like I was dating for so long and it's just like trying to force things. It's like the same yep. type of thing. Like the second you give up and just like are okay with what's going on currently is same thing with my girlfriend, bro. I say that all the time. Same oh yeah. Thing. It sounds cheesy as fuck. We sound che so cheesy right now, but like, it actually is true. Like you can't, force stuff you can't like and that's why when people are like spamming their pre-saves and like reaching out way too often and just acting thirsty like that is why people say don't do that is because you're coming in with like you're not looking confident for one and you're just like thinking that like all of this extra like work that you think you're doing is going to help like it's just the way you approach it you know like it can relate to a million different things, you know. And it's almost like they're stressing out about it at the same time. And whatever you stress out about, you like get the opposite. You're manifesting the result that you're feeling in the in your head. Yeah. You know, like if you actually think that's gonna happen, it probably will because your actions are gonna lead you to that. Right. You know, without you even realizing. So that's like why being conscious in the present, like we were saying earlier, is like so important. Like you're just most people are just running through life each day, like not even realizing that it's happening. Right. You know what I mean? Like, for example, you like drive to work and you're like, I didn't even remember any of the lights. Like I was just driving. Like, you, you like until you actually like take a moment to think about it, like you won't realize that you're like kind of a zombie, like f for the yeah. most part, you know, like if you're not slowing down and being intentional, like, yep. I was like that too. I was a sheep. I was just like doing everything that I thought people wanted me to do you know, yeah. and like, you just got to break out of that. And it takes longer for some people than others. Like I'm happy it's happening when I'm 30, you yeah. know, like it can happen when you're 60 and it's too late and you like, right. don't have the same strength you had to like do what you want, you know? And like, no one wants those kind of regrets and that's happening every day. Yeah. 
because people aren't realizing that, you know, they're just like doing the motions they think people are supposed to, you know, it's just, you got to be conscious of where you're going and what you're doing. That's a part of the reason why I, I, I've never given up on my dream, bro. Oh yeah. You can grind and grind and grind and get nothing. And then one day something happens. Oh, I put thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars into it. Um, you know, be is because like, I don't want to turn back at 60 and be like, well, I just gave up and worked a fucking like, yeah, exactly. Group home job for the rest of my life. And, you know, mm-hmm. didn't, you know, didn't go after what I wanted to go after. You're going to regret, like, I am starting to realize even just at 30 now is like, you're going to regret not doing something rather than doing something and having it not work out. Yeah. You know, like I have examples of that already, you know, oh, and, I, I have and tons. I'm not old. Yet. Yeah. You know, like I feel younger than I have in forever you know so like just realizing that now is just like really like liberating yeah it's liberating and it's just like uh it's makes you know each moment that much easier you know and yeah just like when you can like rest and like and it's also like having the drive to get what you want but also like learning how to be content like being lauren like i know contentment isn't good sometimes like if you're going for something but like it's also like you're not going to care if you have X amount of money when you're dead too, you know? So it's like a balance, like right. being like, Oh, cause we've gotten rid of so much stuff. Like we're, we're, we're not shooting for like minimalism, but like, why do, why does anyone have as much stuff as they have? You know what right. I mean? And like, it's crazy how like ha- much happiness we've gotten to just even have, having like more floor space and like having more counter space. Bro. I, I need to do that. <laughs> I don't even know how I got on that subject, but <laughs> it's insane, bro. Like my room, I can barely move in it because I have so much fucking yeah. like gear that I'm saving for when I get a studio <laughs> and like all this stuff. We've gotten rid of a lot of stuff, but I got like a cut in half, like bed frame right behind my computer right now. So it's oh, still Lord. a work in progress. Yeah. But like, even just like connecting that to music too, people think like you need the newest synth and then you're going to like blow up after that or you know like i don't know if people think that but just like seeing some of the stuff i've seen in the community like oh you need the sp404 like for lo-fi specifically to like really have that sound or whatever you know what i mean like you could literally just do it with like one little midi controller in your in your computer and speakers like it's not and i might even downsize my studio because i feel like i have too much stuff like it's fun to have options but like that's not what it's about like the the less the better almost there's less like options like you create better stuff and with like software like you don't need as much physical hardware you know so like you can have endless amounts of resources with just the computer too so like i think producers get bogged down with that a lot especially hip-hop because there's like so much stuff you can get yeah um it's probably it's probably more with other stuff like edm and like oh for sure like it's probably even worse (laughs) uh but yeah i mean like with hip-hop specifically like new drum machine new like mixer new sampler new like everything you know like and then we're gonna get that like boom bap that we're going for like that kind of thing Uh, the more you do it the more you realize it's like doable with nothing (laughs) right and i i've had to kind of relook at the way that i because i'm like fuck why am i so obsessed with like obtaining so many samples and so many plugins and so many like this and that at least that doesn't take up physical space right is that and and then i've had to accept like this is i I enjoy this i enjoy Mm -hmm. like i i actually enjoy having the options like i might never use this one even you know like i might never use this sample but it's there if i want to like it might be the secret sauce i need exactly and i and i have come to that those moments where 
um where I, i'm like i'm like this came in handy and i've been holding on to it for and not using it forever you mm-hmm. know and like something that i've i've reached realized like oh i got this like a while back let me fucking try this or let me right. you know bust that this out and yeah dude mm-hmm. uh so i mean it, yeah it's really but thinking that you need that and like you like so like what you're saying like i yeah that i mean no like i don't need all of the, these you know countless samples and yep. you know plugins and stuff that i bought but i'd like to have it yeah exactly and that's totally fine too i mean like especially when people start like making money with their music like that's even all the more power you know like i don't want people going broke to have like the dream studio they think they're gonna make the banger in you know but like now that like i'm making even like a little bit money from the streams and stuff like i've thought about oh i should like get more stuff but it's like well i have like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of debt also like why would i like help my household to, right you know like you just gotta like think outside the box there like i'm already creating the music i want so like what would another thing like i think it's totally fine until it like gets in the way you know like when people right. have too much stuff um and you can talk back and forth about that all day like people yeah have definitely opinions about that like i'm yeah. not hating on anything you know like get all the stuff you want um i'm just saying it like doesn't work for me you know yeah yeah, and then that's the bottom line is just like right. Do what works for you and what makes you happy. Yeah, and that's where all the yeah, and that's where I, like where, where all the comments like go sour is like, no, you need this, or like you you can't be successful without this thing. Like it won't sound right without this plugin. Like that's when it like everyone's different. Like yeah, exactly. Everyone's different in every single way, and you think there should be one way to produce like. <laughs> you know what i mean that's the way that i feel about using loops too like i know a lot a lot of people like frown upon using yeah, loops that, and, I, and i get that used loops all day i get it but at the same time it's like i want to have no limitation when i create you know i want mm-hmm. i want to have the freedom to to create with whatever means that it that i can create right. with you know yep. and that that's yep. that's my approach to music and that's my approach to just i guess life in general is just like mm-hmm you know getting rid of limitations that's really what it's about and i could talk about this all day too but it's so hard in like a capitalist society too to like not want stuff you're like raised to want stuff yeah so like having that and that's part of the zombie mentality i was talking about like you're going through life just like working at your nine to five to like get the new like gucci bag or whatever the hell you want you know what i mean and you're not realizing that like that isn't where happiness is like i i people can find happiness with stuff all day you know but like that's I think everyone's pretty close to the same with like being able to be happy without anything. Like, I think that's gotta be one constant because there was a time where we didn't have shit (laughs) and we were still living. Sounds like we've been coming to a lot of the same conclusions about life. Yeah. For real, man. I kind of had a feeling too. I don't know. Like (laughs) even just talking to you a couple times recently, like I I feel and seeing the stuff you're posting, like I'm like, I think he's figuring this kind of stuff out too. So yeah, it's really cool. We got to like rant about this for so long. Cause yeah, it's been what I've been doing this whole time. And like, I like, I don't know. Like, I just feel, really feel like I'm onto something and it's cool to like hear that from you too. You Hell know? yeah, man. Cause like you've, so, you're someone I've respected for so long, like, especially like related to music. So like, it's cool to hear that we're both like doing that, you know? Hell yeah, man. I'm proud of you, man. Like I'm proud of the growth that I've seen you do. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I mean, cause to, to see where you are right now and like how you're talking right now compared to like, even just like a year ago, Oh yeah. It's it's like this night is and all day. Very bro. recent. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's why I say I'm happy I'm learning it at 30, because like it can happen so fast, but it can take so long also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, once you realize it, you can you can let it happen. Um 
but like it you can go your whole life without it happening yeah it's taken me forever man to to come to a lot of the conclusions i'm 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 a slow learner and i always make a joke with my friends that i'm i'm a decade behind everybody i always say i gotta learn things the hard way it's kind of like the same thing like oh i I gotta i gotta go through the shitty parts to like actually you know i gotta go through it multiple times to actually learn you know because with me i was uh most people get their driver's license when they're you know 16 i got mine when i was 26 uh most people go to (laughs) go to college when they're I was like 19 when they're 18 uh I went to college when I was 28 or 29 yep. I'm just on this like like um decade behind everybody path and I you know now I'm like on this like Grammy when I'm 40 grind and mm-hmm. you know most people are like Grammys when they're like 20 or like yeah you know yeah. maybe in their thir- like early well, dude, 30s or something but you see quotes like that all the time though, like famous authors and like all this shit, like, Oh yeah. Like you can't stop get like trying because I didn't get my first book released till I was like, blah, 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 blah. And like, I feel like that's why all authors seem like they're old. <laughs> yeah. It seems to like take a lot longer for them to actually blow up. But like, right. I mean, it, they probably need like the life wisdom. They need the experiences. They, the same type of s- stuff with music, like the more exactly. stuff you go through, like I have songs where I like remember what I was going through when I made them. I'm sure you do too. Yep. Oh yeah. Like I know you, Absolutely. I know you do. Yeah. So like, that's just super cool to like think about too it's just like how like positive it is in that way even and like just being able to write songs for lauren and like express myself in this way it's just like i can't believe like i i I gotta thank my friend who showed me dr dre because like that's really when it started you know like that is the very beginning i wouldn't be here otherwise like he's also the one that made me move to minneapolis with him um so like i owe a lot to him uh and like who knows you know and that's the other thing like everything must happen for a reason you know because like i wouldn't have met lauren i wouldn't have like met you i wouldn't have none of this would have happened you know yeah so it's crazy to think about yeah well man i won't keep you much longer but i appreciate you coming on the the podcast man this is an honor for real this is we've we've been trying to do this for a long time and i've seen all the episodes so far and i'm like god i really do got to get around to that oh have you been keeping up with them yeah oh yeah i appreciate that yeah yeah no i gotta check them out i was one of the first to follow after you were like i'm trying to get to 100 (laughs) and i was like oh shit i'm not even following them and so yeah i checked a couple out then and yeah like it's made me want to do it even more it's like why i hit you up the other day i'm like i'm Where's that calendar at? You were talking about like four months ago. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Things just were so fast and, and moving so quickly that I was just like, oh God, I got to circle back to that. Well, with this with this podcast, I've really come to a lot of conclusions lately about it. I mean, I, I we covered every single base that I want to cover in like, and since sometimes they don't cover, you know, all the bases and that's fine. Right. But but I, I I want to... I wanted to originally create this podcast, you know, to talk to creatives and talk about, you know, uh, mental health and mental hurdles and stuff like that. And sometimes it doesn't turn into that. And sometimes it does. But I've also realized through this that it's it's chronicling my life as well, because Mm -hmm. I, I, I talk to, you know, my good friends who are creatives and we talk about our life stories and like and it's something where I'm like. I can look back on, on these and as like a, like a time capsule and, Mm -hmm. you know, use it to like piece together my story, you know, and hopefully like it reaches other people and people can connect with it in some way with their story. But, but I appreciate you. Um, cause you're, you know, you're a part of my story for sure, man. Yeah. We've multiple times this past hour, we've been like, Oh yeah, that's crazy. Like, I think that too, or like that's happened to me. Like it's, it just proves like what I've been thinking even more. And I think like, even though we didn't get into like mental health and stuff, like 
I think a lot of this stuff, like ways to cope and like ways to react and be intentional, like can help a lot of people. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I'm getting to the point where like, I'm glad I'm in a manager position at my work because like, I, I am like instilling this in my team too. Like I've had moments that I wouldn't have had last year if I wasn't this confident about like how to react to things. So like when an angry customer, like, like yells at one of them, like I can be like, they are reacting because of something that's happening to them, not yeah. because of this, because I'm like that much more aware, you know, right. and that that's such better advice than to be like, yeah, it just happens here. You know, you just got to deal with it. You know yeah, what I fuck mean? Them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. They're, they could just go die or whatever. But yeah. yeah, like it's, it's like the meaning behind it is like, they aren't yelling at you. They are fr- this frustrated about this inconvenience because of something else, you know, yep. and that's just even more empowering to stay the course I'm doing. And like, you know, stay positive and like try to instill that in the team too, because I have seen an impact there even. So like, that's just really cool to see. So like a lot of people have mental health issues that work for me. Like they say it, they're more open to it with me now because I'm like more receiving, you know? So I'm seeing like, I can even be impactful there, not even in music, but like also like what I do 40 plus hours a week, you know? I like that. And I feel like a lot more companies and a lot more managers should instill that Oh, for sure. Especially in a business like that. Well, man, thanks again. Do you have any uh, last words you want to leave the people with? I don't know. Like, I, I hate to, like, self-plug, but I got a release tomorrow, so it'd be cool if you guys could check that out. <laughs> I guess you probably won't even have this ready. <laughs> so it'll be out. It'll be out if you want to check it out. Uh, cause by the- <laughs> What's it called? I got Jazz Night dropping tomorrow, um, and it's with a super cool label called Lo-Fi Jazz Records, and I've been going for them for a while they got a huge following a giant catalog also so um check that out i got a huge like so many beats up now i'm very proud of so just check me out on spotify apple music benjamin k benjamin beats benjamin yeah, beats ben, benjamin beats now i was the the benjamin k was the the rap alias thanks again bro thank you so much for having me like i said it's an honor like keep it real you got to come over and check out the new setup and hang soon so oh hell yeah man. we'll be talking then All right, sounds good, man. Peace. Peace.